Jamie, ooh, ah, uh, and Thomas, too, ooh, ah, uh, just Jamie, she's the one you got to listen to. Fucking genius. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just James. It's your host, James. I got my beautiful client, Thomas, with me, who is my gorgeous co-host, for those of you that are new. And to all my regulars, welcome back. It's so great to have you guys here. It is about 7,000 degrees in London. It is so hot. I literally am melting my face off while I'm sitting here. And because I live so close to, to a train station, I've had to close all my windows to record this podcast because otherwise you guys can't hear me through the trains. Um, so the sacrifices I make for each and every one of you. <laughs> but yeah, so it's Wednesday. My podcast is late. I must apologize, guys. Um... I know quite a few of you actually texted me, including my beautiful friend Michelle, being like, I'm trying to find the podcast, where is it? And I have to completely um, put my hands up in the air and say I'm very late this week. I've had sort of a lot of personal things going on the last two days. Um, I no longer am employed, I'm now redundant, um, and it turned pretty nasty in the end, and I, you know, I can't say too much about it, but let's just say that they've messed with the wrong girl. And I'm going to be taking a bit further. I was even threatened in my in my uh, redundancy chat. So I'll go, I'll go into a bit more detail of that a bit later. Uh, but yeah, they're messing with the wrong Safa, to be honest. So this week I am not an adult. Because, guys, Monday, I wake up, set the scene. It's boiling hot. I feel this weird little tickle across my face. Swipe across my face. And I realize I got an ant on my face. I thought, that's so strange. Get up, come into the lounge sort of having a nice cup of coffee. And true as Bob, another little ant runs across my coffee cup. I thought, what the hell's going on here? And literally, by the end of the day, now I didn't want to kill any of the ants. I was so, like, adamant that I wanted to keep humane. I wanted to, like, put them outside. I live on the second floor of a building. And that literally, I must have found about 14 ants. And every single one of them, I galloped all the way down two flights of stairs, put them on the lawn, and came back up again. And the little fuckers... Went and told all of their friends, and by Monday night, my flat looked like like an ant house party. There were so many freaking ants in my flat, and I think it's just because it's so hot for them. Um, but by Tuesday, I actually had to do the unthinkable, and I had to set off a, a bomb, like a like a um, like an infestation bomb, and just get them out of my flat because they'd taken over everything. They were in every cupboard. They were in everything. I just couldn't get rid of them. Like, my whole kitchen counter was black from ants. So, um, yeah, I've had to get rid of them. And now I keep finding, like, the odd little one that's obviously gone rogue. Um, but, I mean, it's not like... I mean, I'm such a tidy person that there's not like there's food out or there's crumbs or they're like, yeah, there's honey and stuff like that. Like, my flat is spotless. And also, I'm not an owl because I don't own food. So... Like, they can't be, like, finding, like, snacks to eat because there isn't anything in my cupboard besides maybe a couple of sauces and some pepper. So I don't know what they were after. That's probably why they're all, they're all like, we've got to find it. We've got to find food. There's got to be food somewhere. Um, but they were in the wrong house. So they got fumigated. And then I felt really terrible for it because I don't want to hurt anyone, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, it was them or me to live in this flat, and I chose myself. But, man, it's hot in London. It's that stagnant, stagnant heat where you just can't breathe. It's so hot. And no matter what you do, the, like, it's just hot. And we're not built for this. I mean, we're a country of rain and, and like, cold. So 
we're just not prepared for this heat. And the fan is just literally blowing warm air around. We don't have aircon. Well, I don't, certainly. Um, and I've been running around with a little water bottle. And I keep spraying myself. I went for a couple of drinks just now with some mates. And suddenly went, dang it, I need to do my podcast. And came running back home again. So I have had a gin, just, just to say. Um, and uh, I took my little water bottle with me. And at the table, I just kept like spraying myself with water. And everyone's like, you're such a weirdo. And I was like, I don't care. It's 7,000 degrees. I'm doing this. So I took my hot water bottle along, uh, my hot water bottle, my water bottle along with me, my little spray bottle that I normally spray Thomas with. I've, I've taken over his bottle and taken it for myself. And I'm literally carting it around with me every place I go. <laughs> but quickly getting back onto the bullying. You know, in my meeting, I was basically threatened. I can't say too much because of confidentiality. Uh, but basically was told if I don't play ball, they're going to just start a new game. And I just went, how dare you threaten me? Uh, and I just, I'm, you know, I'm really, I will stand up for myself. I'm a really strong personality person. I've got a, I'm very, uh, if you want to say bullheaded, if you want to say that, I'm very confident. I'll tell you exactly how I feel. Like I don't mince my words. So if you piss me off, I'll tell you straight away. But so many people don't. And I think in a work situation, you know, instead of just allowing somebody to treat you badly, you have to, you have to stand up for yourself. It's genuinely something that you cannot let somebody walk all over you. It's not fair. And I mean, firstly, I'd probably consider quitting. Take another job. Go work somewhere else where you're going to find something that's going to value you and care for you and it's not going to treat you that way. But if you can't afford to quit and it's not a time that you can quit, especially in COVID, then you need to, you need to act on it. Um, you know, you need to go to HR. You need to, you need to warn them that the standard in which they're teaching you is just not okay. And it's workplace harassment. And... I would go to your HR and actually get some advice and say, look, I'm being, um, you know, I'm being threatened. Uh, it may even become violent. You just don't know. You need to protect yourself. So talk to human resources about other approaches and keep a record of it. Write down details of every incident. My redundancy that I'm going through at the moment, every single bad thing that my bully boss has ever done to me, I've written down and kept. And I can't tell you how many times I've actually nailed him with information in this talk. So it does, it does do leaps and bounds when you actually need it. And sometimes your memory doesn't always remember stuff. You know, you remember things to a certain perspective, but if you have it written down, any email correspondence, any dates, times, who was there, what you were wearing, your favorite color, the sky that day, write down everything to have an accurate record. Report events, report all of those to HR as well as soon as you possibly can. The quicker you tell somebody, the quicker they're going to do something about it. And if HR, that supervisor, doesn't help you, then there is, in the UK in particular, there's, a, there's an agency called ACAS, and I'm sure I've spoken about them before. It's ACAS. And they're there to help for things. And they'll give you advice, and it's completely anonymous. They won't even ask your name. They won't ask your company. They'll just, uh, they'll just give you advice. And... Honestly, they, they will, they'll tell you exactly what's happening. But um, the Occupational Health and Safety Administration handles workplace safety issues as well. If you talk to, it's called the OSHA, about your, about your rights and options and how to file a complaint, they'll really take it seriously because discrimination, discrimination and harassment is a very serious thing. You should not let anybody um, treat you that way at all. It's not fair. It's not okay. And it's, you have to stand up for yourself. It's so important. And that's exactly what I felt like I did yesterday. And screw them. I'm sorry. I'm so angry about it. But I've decided that I am starting my own business. Hooray! 
Hey, so my brother and I have our first business meeting today. We sat and had our, we broke down exactly what we need to do, where we're going to focus our business. We got, um, we registered with HMRC so that we're obviously a legit company. We got our domain names and we are starting a business. So I'll talk to you guys about it next week. Just give me a little bit of time to get up and running a little bit, but I'm very excited. No more buses, no more buses. I'm doing it for myself and I'm only doing it for me now. And I'm sorry, I'm never going to work for a shit boss again. And I'm just going to be a really cool boss going forward. So I'm very like motivated. I'm excited. And I just want to scream from the rooftops how like just this weight is off my shoulders from just working for really nasty, horrible people who just don't appreciate how hard you work. And um, I'm done with it. I'm done. So I'm going to be eating crackers and uh, dust for the next couple of months. But let's get this done. So yeah. So if you guys have got cool businesses that you're starting, let me know. I want to promote you on my podcast. I want to talk about you guys and what you're doing that's really cool and everything that you're doing that's going to change lives. And I think it's really important we rally together and let's do cool shit together. Let's just do it. Um, I really need a holiday at the moment. And my mom and, and um, partner are with their grandkids and uh, my stepdad's kids uh, in France at the moment. I'm so jealous. They are having a really, really great holiday. But of course now, with uh, me being not having a, a, an income, going away now is just really not a viable plan. So I was thinking about having a bit of a staycation. Although I've sort of been on furlough since March it's, and I've been at home, it's never felt like I really took a holiday. So I want to have a little staycation I'm going to take a couple of days off for myself. And when I say a couple of days off, it's just like putting your phone down. It's it's disconnecting from the outside world. It's actually, I mean, I live by myself, but you spend time with your family and your home. You play games, turn your phones off, turn electronics off. You actually spend time together. Because if you were away camping somewhere, you wouldn't have all of those distractions. So treat it like, a, like, a, uh, like you are away somewhere. No chores allowed. Don't go with your normal schedule. Don't do things you would normally do. Treat it like a holiday. Make fun activities around the house. Build a fort. Be in the garden. Like, do fun things. Um, decorate. Like, make the place look like it's slightly different. Make a little spa day where you all put, like, a little face mask on and cucumbers and massage each other's feet. Like, make it like you're at a spa. Order takeaways. Don't cook dinner. Like, do the things, like, that you would do when you're on a holiday. Treat it like that's exactly what you were doing that as if you were everything you would have done when you were like not based at home is exactly what you should be doing when you're on holiday and just make 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 it feel like you've gone somewhere exotic and I think I'm going to try that I think the next two days I'm on a staycation I'm putting my hat down I'm going to literally get some pina coladas and have a little chill in in the housey so I'm going to do that for myself and just have a little bit of a break but guys it's so warm I can't even get over how hot it is and as I'm sitting all my lights are on and it's just like it's like stifling hot this poor little fan of mine has never worked this hard in my entire life but what somebody suggested you do is you take some ice and put it in like a little bucket in front of the um in front of the fan with some water in it and then as the fan's blowing it actually like blows the the cold off that ice and that should help, like it's a little homemade like aircon unit. 
and then wear light and loose clothes. I saw a lady today because I've gone for I've gone down to the local pub and had a drink of a mate of mine. She was in. If, if anybody's ever watched um, Gavin and Stacey, she was dressed like Nessie and Gavin and Stacey. She had knee high black boots on. She had a long dress, just probably knee length, uh, you know, sort of dress, pretty dress. And then she had a jersey on over that, but it was like a long sleeve jersey, and the jersey went to the length of her dress. I don't understand how this beautiful, voluptuous lady was not absolutely dying of heat. She looked gorgeous. She looked lovely. But it looked like she'd been like transported through time and arrived at this destination. You're like, why are you wearing this on the hottest day? It's 35 degrees outside Celsius. And you're literally dressed like Nessie from, and I just felt, oh my God, maybe, I mean, maybe that's what makes her happy. Maybe she lives in a home with a really cold aircon. I can't judge anybody, but I just thought, my goodness, what are you doing? So wear cool clothes, wear light fitting clothes, things that are just going to be cool and, and like breathe, clothes that breathe. I keep taking, I've, I've got these like, um, like electric, elastic, like a little like bra, like a little boneless bra that I've sort of wear when I'm at home and stuff, I've taken it off, shoved it in cold water, just sopping, drenched it, put it back on, and I've been walking around the house like that, and I can't tell you how much cooler it makes you feel. It, it's insane. I've been sleeping absolutely butt naked, and then what I've been doing is I've been ditching my duvet for like a sheet, and then I take a bottle of water, and I literally just pour water at the base of my feet on the, on the sheet underneath me, and then on the pillow behind my head. And I've just literally been like sleeping like that to try and cool down. But this morning, as I mentioned, I live on the second floor of a flat. And in my flat, because I'm, there's three more floors above me. So any of the flats above my level can actually look down into my flat. And I hate that because I've got nosy freaking neighbors. So I've got like netting over the neighbors so that you can't really see in. And it sort of like it deters people from looking into my flat. And I opened the curtains this morning. And as I opened the curtains, I so the netting came with the curtain. And I was standing butt naked. And right in front of me on the balcony was a, was this poor man on the phone. And he just got this view of me absolutely stark naked in the window this morning. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I shut the blinds closed. That poor man must be absolutely traumatized for the rest of the day. I felt really terrible <laughs> about my trauma traumatization of my neighbors i should not be harassing them <laughs> but yeah I've, and i've they say the weird thing is you should drink like hot soups and hot drinks apparently they actually help to cool you down because they make you sweat they help your body to actually regulate itself honestly i can't bring myself to do that i've been on like salad and like water i, I can't bring myself to do something like that but it really helps opening all of your windows Open all your windows and then close all your curtains. And it'll keep that heat out. I've got really nice thermal curtains in my flat that hold the heat in winter and then hold the the cool out in winter. Um, well, what's it? Keep keep it hot in winter. Keep it warm in winter and cool in summer is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and that works. They work really, really well. And then I sort of, as I chase the sun around the flat and keep the windows closed and the curtains closed wherever the sun is, and then just have a little bit of light so I don't feel like a complete like vampire in, in my flat. And then take things like a cold towel, a t-shirt or sheets, and like literally just drape it over you when it's sopping wet. Unfortunately, not all of us have pools because we live in London and it's it's really difficult to do things like that in London. But I've been 
absolutely binge watching series on Netflix this week. I the new season of the Umbrella Academy is in. I've I I started the first episode of the second season. Really couldn't remember what had happened the first season. I went back and watched both of them. Uh, Selling Sunset, the new season's out. I've been watching that. Now I'm on uh, Good Girls. Is it Good Girls? With the three mummies. Um, Such good series out, man. I just, I don't need to go anywhere at the moment. There's really, really great series going on. But uh, I, last week's conundrum, guys, nobody got it right. So many of you tried, nobody got it right. So I feel really chuffed with myself. That nobody sort of managed to to get that one. So the last week's one is, if you have me, you want to share me. If you share me, you haven't got me. What am I? And the answer to that was a secret. So I'm really chuffed that nobody got it. So this week's one is, what gets wetter and wetter before it dries? What gets wetter and wetter before it dries? Uh, and if you want to send me your answers on my Instagram, which is uh, just James Podcast, just underscore James underscore podcast, or Facebook, which is just James Podcast, uh, DM me your answers and I'll give you guys a shout out next week. I had a weird situation where I had somebody that was sort of a friend, a, a added friend on, on Facebook. You know, when you sort of go, oh, I don't know if I recognize him. So many friends are common. Okay, cool. I'll add them. And this particular person has literally sent me an invite to a group. I'm not going to mention the group. I'm not going to mention the person's name. I, I'm sure the group is a fin- fantastic thing. I appreciate that they are trying to make a difference. But quite honestly, if I wanted to join your group, I'd join your group. And I declined the invitation and literally sent me another invite. Declined the invitation, sent me another invite. This has gone on for a week that I get invite after invite after invite after invite to the stupid group. To the point that today I actually sent a message and I was like, look, dude, you, I, I feel like you're harassing me. If I want to join your group, I'll join it. I see absolutely no reason why a Facebook group would make any impact on the message that you guys are trying to um, create. And I do actually support what this specific thing was for. I don't need to be on a Facebook group to like show my loyalty and support to something South African. I'm really sorry. I, I love my old country. I love everything that's going on there, you know, the, you know, things that are really South African. But I also don't live there anymore. I live in the UK. I, I see myself now as British. Like, I'm, I'm proudly South African, but in the same breath, I'm also proudly British. And I'm going to support both teams. So it was just, oh, it was so annoying. Anyway, he has apologized. And I've actually unfriended him on Facebook since. And I just thought, no. I'm done with this. You only have so many opportunities to like be my mates and that's the end of it. So goodbye. Goodbye. So anyway, that happened. And then we go to a restaurant in Wimbledon Village with my family quite regularly. We sort of, we are regulars there. It used to be a restaurant called Cow, which is C-A-U. And unfortunately, uh, last year, I think now already, they went into, I think, liquidation. They no longer existed. And it was honestly our favorite, favorite restaurant. And we've really struggled to find another home, if you want to call it that, because we do, we like our weekly family dinners. We sit down, we have a chat, we, we reminisce and we catch up on things that happen in the week and we just really bond as a family. And of course, with it, with Kyle closing down, we kind of lost our local and everybody knew us. I would, when I was tweeting, I would sort of always put a, a Twitter message out that I was heading down there. And we'd literally arrive with like a glass of champagne. We had the most amazing regular 
service. We had an amazing manager and it was sort of our place. And we've, I must say, as I said, we've sort of, we've searched for a place. We've tried a couple, been down to a few. And recently that specific uh, location has been replaced by a place called St. Annie. And it's a, it's called a modern Italian restaurant. So we went there for dinner good couple of weeks ago, probably about a month ago, um, had so many bottles of wine. We had the greatest food. I had, the, I had an um, octopus carpaccio, which was absolutely amazing. And every single item of food that any of us ordered was impeccable. And great, great, great service. And ever since then, we've been like, we feel like we're home again. We feel like we found our restaurant. And now, every single time we walk in, every waiter greets us. They all know us by name. It just, and we've sort of now had quite a, quite a number of the different waiters serve us. So, of course, they all sort of know us and, and they know us. And then on Saturday, last Saturday, my Friday afternoon, I went to a little pool party with some friends and spent the day with some girlfriends. And, and then a couple of their boyfriends and stuff arrived later in the day. And then one of me and my one of my girlfriends said, let's do dinner there at St. St. Annie the next night. And previously she had actually come on a family dinner with me because, you know, my friends and my family as well. So the two of us booked and went to St. Annie. And of course we had the greatest service as we walked in. Everyone was like, hey, like, you know, they obviously knew both of us quite well. But and we got great service, great meal, again, had the best food. I actually had a pizza this time. It was such great food. And when uh, when we both left, we kind of looked at each other. We thought, I wonder if they actually think we're dating. Because every time we go there, we're obviously with my folks. And it's like we're a little couple visiting my parents. <laughs> so that's really great. But if you guys are looking for an amazing restaurant, good service, great food. It's simple but tasty food. I would really, really recommend them. It's definitely my review for this week, guys. It's such a great company. And I have got my finger in quite a couple of pies now. You know, I've, I'm an entrepreneur. I have decided that I'm no longer working for a boss. I had a full-time job, of course, which I mentioned. But now that that's gone, all of my sideline projects are now my full-time projects. So I'm very, very seriously going to sort of really pursue the things I've been working on. And one of the things I, am, I have always done, and I've always mentioned this on my podcast, is I am a canine psychologist and behaviorist. And I have a company called Love Thy Dogs. And I groom dogs and walk them and do like little things on the side. It's always been a really tiny business. But I've got a great social media page. And I just, I said to my friend Michelle, who always listens to this podcast, is it like unethical for me to promote my own social media? And she's like, how can you not? It's your podcast. So dang it, I this week's social media minute for the day is my very own um, Instagram page which is called Love Thy Dogs. And you'll see there's loads of pictures of me with great dogs. And I put up as many funny memes and, and things that I can find on dogs that are that I find really amusing. So if you want to come along and follow a great page, come find me on Love Thy Dogs. But please, again, follow my Instagram, Just James Podcast, because I'll put it news up there. I put a lot of funny memes, uh, things that I find amusing. And of course, I always give information that's related to, to the podcast and things that are going on as well. So, uh, yeah, so that's that. The plants are, oh my gosh, <laughs> talking about not being an adult this week. So with me trying to get rid of 10 million ants that are in my flat, I knocked over all of those sensitive plant seeds that I've been trying to grow in little pots. And now I think because the seed in this, that has to be quite shallow to the surface 
in order for it to actually germinate and do its thing. And I think that now with me of knocking it over, I could very potentially have moved all these seeds to like the midst of the, of the soil. Because I knocked them all over onto my brand new carpets, by the by. And now I think I might just be wasting my time a little bit on these plants. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get them to grow because I'm so adamant I'm going to get it right. So we'll see. My brother was around today, obviously, for our first business meeting. And he had a good giggle at me about how, how many plants are actually in my flat at the moment. And seedlings that I'm trying to grow. It's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I hope you have a great week. Next week, I will be promoting my new business with you. And if you have anything you really want me to talk about, let me know, guys. I always want to talk about what you want to do. Uh, I am talking to a couple of potential sponsors. So we may have a few sponsors coming up on the podcast soon. And I hope that your life is your message to the world. And I hope you make sure that it's inspiring. Have an absolutely incredible week, my friends. Have a great day. We'll chat soon. Goodbye. Dream of puppies. Goodbye.